it's my the stripes. Oh, the stripes, like the yours. Stripes, yeah, yeah. I, dig, I dig stripes. Is it gray or blue? I can't it's, see. It's black and white. Okay. Okay. I literally can't tell. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, uh, I'm a big long sleeve fan, regardless of what the weather is outside. I will mm-hmm. wear long sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Okay. I'm the opposite. I will always wear short sleeves. I don't care how cold it is. <laughs> really? And then just layer up, kind of. like. I'm a long sleeve pants kind of guy. Like... I don't, I have three pairs of shorts, but I mean, li- again, living in the Pacific Northwest, you, yeah, it rains here eight months yeah. out of the year. Yeah. It was just raining. Like it rained for like an hour, a couple really? days ago, and it went right back to being like a hundred degrees. So like, like right I after in, I was in DC, it rained really hard too. I was in DC. The East coast gets it the worst because yeah. it also like 150% humidity. Mm-hmm. so you'll be it'll be like 100 you know 98 degrees and then all yeah. of a sudden just starts pouring down rain and just you yeah. just get hotter because it's yeah yeah bad. yeah oh but, god dude but yeah anyway if my voice sounds a little bit whore during this podcast did i say whore i mean sore sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry i might cut Horse that out and sore. oh god freudian slip um if my voice sounds really sore it's because we were at uh the show i talked about last night it was a uh, low file it was j rob uh mad bliss and Zadi and Roto. It was a crazy future beat show. Like I said, lots of Playboy Cardi, lots of Sam Gelletry, lots of Carmack, and just lots of cool like hip hop mashups and edits of things. Like it was really like just a fun time. People screaming, people jumping around, like yeah, and a really diverse crowd too of just like everyone, like just having a good time coming together. You know what I mean? Like so fun. I'm I glad shows are good. back here. Like ah, it's been too long. I, I went to uh it was like 2016, Lossless and Chill. Did you go to that? Uh-huh. Um, I don't it think it was like so. E. Cali and Graves with a Z, and uh, Getter was South there. Familiar. I think Getter and Soft is Hard. It was uh, E. Prom. It was crazy. It was crazy to show. Crazy. Okay, let's say hell yeah. Where was that? That was in L.A. or S.T. It was in L.A. It was okay. in um, I can't remember what the venue was. They're all the okay. same to me. It was like some, the- it looked like a theater. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Pacific Northwest, I might have to come up there. Uh, Joseph Tabula Rasa um, event, possibly. Very I possibly. Know. I know. You're nodding at me really like something, <laughs> like you know something I don't. <laughs> I mean, he, I may, there might be something in the DMs. Ooh, um, but you okay. know, you know, your Pacific Northwest boys, you got Mike Snatcher, yeah. Fred, me, yeah. uh, Snapcaster. Uh, I think he's up here too. I always get Snapcaster. And low parse always mixed up. I have no idea why, mm-hmm. but those two yeah. I cannot. I always get them mixed up. I feel that, but yeah. Anyway, um, since we we have some people starting to trickle in, I saw, I see girl Jackie in the chat. Um, so far, uh, people are still starting to come through a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I'm we're gonna start the episode right over here. Um, I wanted to welcome everybody who's listening. Welcome to Soul Food Sunday Talks. In this podcast, we just talk with members of our community, members of just underground electronic music that we love, and more importantly, just like our friends and our inspirations. And with me, I have someone who I've been really lucky to get to know over the past year and a half or so, just through Discord, through Twitter, through the internet, and just however. It's Mr. Posey. Posey man. Thank it's you. It's just Posey. Like, it's just Posey. It's Posey Emotion, which is available on all streaming platforms. <laughs> all streaming platforms. Posey Emotion stream now. Um, yes. Yeah. That yeah, how is are you doing? just. Uh, I'm doing great. 
it's been a very um long week to say the least with yeah um, with moving in to your to your moving new in bought a house um you know buying a home is super easy anyone will give you money anyone will give you money to buy a house but once you have the house that's when the real fun starts and mm-hmm. we have uh, just a bunch of renovations and stuff that we're doing. And I was scrambling to set up my desk. Um, when you messaged me about this a week ago, I was like, yeah, totally. I can, I'll be ready in a week. Yeah. But owning a home, it has other plans. So I'm glad we were able to, to connect and get everything going though. And oh, so God, I'm super yeah. happy. Yeah. We're excited to be here. Uh, with soul food. i'm really excited to have you on i'm just like because we've been talking on like you know the soul food discord just everywhere yeah. for so long yeah. and honestly sometimes we use these podcasts as like a oh i get to like we're going on a date kind of thing yeah and, you know it's just it's just the, the boys you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> like, yeah it's yeah it's nice to to be able to chat i think from yeah. a different perspective because we always are just like constantly sending music to each other and we have like our other group side yeah. chats about yeah, other yeah, things yeah. that we're constantly working on. So yeah. it's, it's nice to have a different conversation. Yeah. Okay. Now that there's more people in here, I want to shout everybody out. I saw Girl Jackie still in here. I saw Alt Faldron. I saw Lauren. Math Mob, uh, baby. I see. Math Mob. My queen, Math Mob. Bonjour. 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 <laughs> JT J without Mike Snatchers, Jonah. Yes. I'm so excited. We have a yeah. live audience crowd, live and direct. Um, <sighs> Yeah, beautiful. Anyway, let's uh let's get started. So yeah, start at the very beginning. I, I'm thinking like, well, I hate saying that. I'm I'm more like Star Wars. Interesting. That's all I care about. I'm just Star like, yeah. Give me the your first like. Do you remember the first musical act you were like super obsessed with? Where it was just because for me it was all. It's always like, oh, when I'm a teenager or something. Is there? Yeah. What's the band or group or whatever artist that gives you like that? I, I mean, growing yeah. up in San Diego, I was like, I was the pop punk scene was born and bred. Yeah. Blink-182, Green Day, Sum 41, Warp Tour, like every every summer, as far as I can remember, I was a pop punk fan. I still love pop punk. There's still some really great uh, music coming out of the pop punk scene. It's so crazy, too, to go on another tangent of this mer- this merge of Travis Barker and every hip hop artist. Yeah. turning them into like this these these punk acts like um i know um willow smith is doing it now and i know mgk mm-hmm. is doing it i know kid Leroy has a new track with justin bieber that it's like very pop punky like integrated which is crazy so yeah. um but yeah doing that i think just that was my affinity of music growing up was just pop punk and my dad you know was really into music and he made me take piano class uh, lessons when I was younger and I just, I never got how to read music. I, I got how to listen to music. I knew I could play stuff by ear and that was really fun and got me kind of in the first steps. But I think really the, the big first step for me into making music was when I got a uh, reason for free mm-hmm. with a MIDI controller I purchased and you know, the rest is history is reason turned into logic which was crazy yeah. that they always they were logic and reason always i thought it was funny and then it gets in. <laughs> yeah um, uh, how then, old yeah. were you when you got uh how old were you when you got reason like 2007 so yeah. I was 18 um and okay. then when i grew or when i i decided you know i was going to go to community college and just you know do the community college thing and figure it out from there but then i got really into 
graphic design and and doing mm -hmm. that so i went to school in la for that and it wasn't until like la kind of as everyone knows la will just completely turn you into a different person mm -hmm. yeah ramon yeah we know we know <laughs> we know <laughs> sometimes for the better sometimes for the worst but... sometimes it yeah i don't know how to explain it. it's just like the the environment where it's like people are really trying to be really like uh you know, people are really trying to get places really fast there. You know what I mean? Like exactly both physically and metaphorically. So exactly. it's, yeah. and some yeah. people get impatient and that's what changes people in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. yeah I had uh, met a couple of, I met someone up there named Justin who introduced me to another person named Eric who was like, Hey, we need a bass player for our band. We're going to go on tour. We're going to get signed to a record label. Our manager was the co-founder of drive through records. So we were just like, I was like, oh, this is it. This is my my big step Your into break. my mm -hmm. big break. I'm going to do this. So we went on tour for a bit, played bass. Uh, awesome time in my life being mm -hmm. 21, 20, I think at the time. And yeah, had a really had a lot of really fun times, played House of Blues in L.A. That was sold out Ooh. like just crazy opportunities that yeah. I never thought in a million years would happen to me. So holy shit. OK, yeah. that's crazy. So, yeah. So that was really fun. And then when we came back to reality, the manager didn't like how we sounded. He's like, you guys need to spend some more time getting tighter and then we'll we'll revisit it from there. And I was just like, I got to go to school still because I did all this this touring and stuff during my my break. Mm -hmm. And then when it was done, I came back to school, back to reality. And I was like, I still got to go back to school. I can't just quit and join a band. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, then, what, what year was this? Would you say like around? this was in 2012? No, Damn. no, no, no. This was like 2010. Oh. This was 2010, 2011. Because oh. then shortly after I moved back home to San Diego, um, mm -hmm. as every, I was just like, I didn't like, as everyone, I didn't, wasn't a big fan of, of LA and, and everything up mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah. And so I came back home, got a job, worked there for a really long time, still working there. And then through that, just meeting people and, and yeah. networking kind of leads us to where we're at now in mm -hmm. in the world here with um yeah you know my music career that's or, crazy hell yeah call it a career yeah, yeah. i mean a you know we still do it you're you're <laughs> yeah. a creative yeah you know creative, what i mean yeah. yeah and like that's 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 all that's important i mean i mean let's be honest there's not a lot of people left careers like after the past two years you know what i mean like yeah unfortunately the worst yeah. um especially like live like I, I don't know just being back in live events made me think about like Damn, I spent a lot of money and all this went to the club and the artists and stuff. Made me feel a little bit less bad about it, you know. Dude, yeah. I I remember so when I when I moved back to San Diego, so we'll we'll continue. Yeah, it, keep it's going. kind of all it's all kind of like a big mesh of big story. Um, my my origin story. But when I moved back to San Diego was when I was I, I DJ'd a bunch in LA. So I, I was in this band, this pop punk band, and I was also with a couple other guys who are wanted to do this like yeah music singing dj my dog's barking i don't know if <laughs> uh music dj singing like combination like live performance and what was um, the band called by the way the um, band i was in it was yeah the letters band. letters and lights and letters and lights okay letters and lights there's a video on youtube if you search letters and lights in a nutshell you'll see 2010 posy um we did like a whole introduction video yeah yeah definitely google it it is you know 2010 yeah. <laughs> click click click, click. Yeah. i'm ready yeah. yeah i'm ready for that 480p on youtube yeah, it, i think it was yeah, with, with the distorted bass yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so um and then we were like you know we're gonna start djing and of course with that that's a goddamn punk pop punk dude, name if i've ever heard dude one. letters and lights 
it it was this these two kids, Eric and Ethan, and they were like the scene aesthetic. I don't know if you guys remember or heard of the scene aesthetic. It was two guys playing mm-hmm. guitars or like or yeah. guitars. And Pretty then much. that's when he wanted the the manager was like, I want you guys to do like a full band thing. And that's when I got involved and that's whole that whole story. But when I moved back to San Diego, the DJ scene was insane. There's this club called Voyeur, which I don't know if you guys, if anyone remembers Voyeur, but that was like the Omnia of san diego like that was mm-hmm. the club that porter robinson played i think i saw clockwork there if anyone knows who clockwork is hey, yeah you know and pre rl grime and then he started yeah. playing trap and then all of a sudden it was like rl grime I was like oh yeah. and then zed i saw zed dot alive like all these really like electro yeah. electro acts and that was like the club that everyone wanted to play at was the one there's a bunch of other little clubs. So I had a, an agent or like a booking guy. I wouldn't really call him an agent. He was just a guy that wanted to get me to play clubs. So we did, but it was the party bus scene. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the party bus scene, but the party bus scene is and sell homeless. tickets, sell tickets to get your slot. So however many, if you sold the most tickets, you got the biggest slot. And I, at the time was like, this isn't fair. Like you should just mm-hmm. book for skill. Don't book for how many people I can bring out. And that Still was happens. always, it's yeah, it still happens. And it's it's a shame. I think that's the biggest gripe with me and selling tickets just doesn't make sense. Like I get it. Everyone's trying to make money, but I'm going to be selling $600 worth of tickets and I'm gonna make a hundred dollars. Like that doesn't, that's not fair for me. I'm the one yeah. that's, I'm the one yeah. that's like working three jobs just to get in here. Yeah. And you know, when I'm, you're, I'm when you're hungry, promoter. yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm playing when you're hungry promoter. and you're small to play. You'll, you'll like, I'll do anything. Like, you know, exactly. 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 You're like, I'll do anything just to get just to get my name out there and maybe have one person listen to my song that likes it. And just because you sell, you know, 20 tickets doesn't mean those 20 people are going to watch your set because there's other stuff going all over the place. You know, there's multiple Mm. stages, multiple rooms. So it was it was not a fun time in that club scene. But, you know, it it made me realize that, like, maybe this isn't what I want to do for for a little Mm. bit. So, you know, I, I got focused on working and just making music casually and that kind of was going on for a really long time like eight years I, I didn't i just put stuff out never really promoted it made music when i felt like doing it um and yeah and then fast forward to 2019 2020 um we we talked about it briefly before but yeah i was i was done i was like i'm, I'm not really gonna make music anymore it's it was an era of my life i'm just gonna focus on joining the corporate world and grabbing my blue collar and getting to work, making money mm-hmm. and just going from there. Capitalism and then quarantine happened. <laughs> what was that? Capitalism near defeated you is what Capitalism you're saying. Capitalism near defeated me. Mm-hmm. And, and then yeah, quarantine happened. And that for some, I understand wasn't a good time for me, probably the best time of my life mm-hmm. because it got me understandable. It got me uh, introduction to you and Mike Snatchers and Vince by Vince mm-hmm. and Walder and Slocon, everyone, Matalo, Kai, yeah. Kai, Kai, which we learned is pronounced cuckoo. And yeah, we course, did learn that recently. <laughs> and of course, uh, of course, um, you know, um, Yank the Tank is just, you know, yeah, yeah, been, been an Easy. absolute goat sneaking he's sneaking in here probably who knows yeah who knows <laughs> but yeah um i want to yeah. i want to back i want to back it up a little bit so kind of take me through like, like i really i've never heard the origin story before so like i just so it's just so interesting like so were you when you were kind of touring with this band were you mainly just listening to pop punk and stuff or 
when did the introduction to kind of like dance and like club music start happening? Because I know it's for everyone. like people in that scene, it like transitioned. You know, you know, you know who it was. Who? It's Skrillex. Who? It's Skrillex. Skrillex of course. is of course. every everyone. Yeah. And and he was the pioneer, man. Scary, scary monsters and nice sprites was a was a is gonna go down the the EDM Hall of Fame as that album that changed everyone's life. Yeah, uh, electronically, right? Um, yeah, especially the the gen the Gen Zers, Gen Xers, like you know, yeah. not the not the Apex Twinners or like those yeah, guys. Gen X, really, the Gen Z, yeah, yeah, yeah those. Yeah. I think that's going to be that one. I totally recognize that Apex Twin and and a lot of other people were making electronic music before. Really? Yeah. But, because for because for Americans it was like Skrillex was like a it's so brash, crazy, aggressive in your face, also very electronic. Time. Yeah, it came exactly. at a perfect time of like that distorted bass from a distorted guitar of pop punk to a distorted bass of electronic mm-hmm. music, all kind of booped. But then also yeah, too, what, there was like the Dutch house yeah. with like Afrojack yeah. and Elgook and 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 Bingo he made that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. He made like a different breed of that basically. Well, there was and, the Sunny era. The sunny era, yeah, yeah. The Mr. First to Last era. I mean yeah. But yeah, um anyway. So yeah, yeah, it was it was Skrillex. It was Skrillex that really changed my perspective. And um I have so many there's there's a, a band I the DJ group I used to be in was called Touch Bass, and you could probably find some videos on YouTube as well. But there was um we were like we would listen to Skrillex, Scary Monsters, like I said, and Nice Brights, and just like try to emulate it and we just didn't i didn't understand how did how he was doing what he was doing i still don't understand it really and it was just there and and it really like i said came at a really perfect time to integrate me into electronic music and and make that jump from pop punk to electronic music and then kind of forgetting that side but also recognizing that there are other yeah you know musicians and artists out there like you know that's still making music that i would listen to like you know fallout boy and all those guys but from um but yeah so yeah it was skrillex he did it all hell yeah were you mostly like kind of listening to skrillex were there other people you were obsessed with was it also like the people in the same niche kind of like well like dead mouse and things or like um or was it mostly that, just like skrillex because of that connection like that uh, that made me really like i mean there was 2007 the the album that changed my life was cross by justice that album mm-hmm was insane and i had no again i had no idea how they were doing no there was this was before youtube or the infancy of youtube and youtube tutorials weren't even a thing and if you wanted to figure out how something did you just try to figure it out yourself and trial and error and go from there there wasn't like ableton 9 remake of numb and getting colder bauer remix and yeah comments saying like this is how you do it and sounds perfectly you know right and the so yeah, Justice, Boys Noise, uh, oh, Felga, yeah. Electro Jack, House, Fidget House, Blog House, yeah, yeah. Blog House. Um, I still have so many Blog House tracks yeah. in my iTunes, and seeing like the covers always like bring back like Ooh, Daft Who. I think yeah. was a was a website um, yeah. that I'd always go to, or uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, those those guys, Boys Noise. I think Oi Oi Oi. That album was really yeah. crazy too for me, and. Yeah, and then learning, like I said, enabled or in a reason how to. Um, there was a, a synth and reason called Maelstrom, and you threw a distortion pedal on that thing, and you can make mm-hmm. it sound like every French electronic <laughs> track ever. Yeah, and they just oh, had yeah. those snares, those like kicky, those punchy snares, and just 
like mm-hmm. I said, it, it was a really the 2007 to to 2010 before Skrillex kind of started was such a great time to it was like a perfect time to integrate like you know these French guys being like oh Americans like guitar music well let's just make <laughs> rock and roll but electronic uh, it, it's more so Americans love mid range if yeah, you fucking, if you distort <laughs> and think about it we yeah. distort and deep fry everything we took dubstep. <laughs> I mean, we took dubstep and we just added all the fucking mid-range and fat to it. We took trap music and we added all the fucking mid-range and fat. Yeah, yeah. Like Americans well, like, love mid-range. We, we we love mid-range, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just just uh, yeah. all that kind of um yeah, Sebastian, Justice, everything on Ed Banger was just, you know, all those Ed Rec volume one, two, three. Um yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that all that all just really really Ed Banger, me. crazy label. Oh my yeah. god. Um, is any of a, of your old stuff you made on like reason stuff still available anywhere like MySpace or whatever? Or, like no, I never really put stuff that I made online. Um, I use my MySpace to mostly just play other music. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I probably could like dig deep, deep, deep in my iTunes library and find some stuff. I mean, there's definitely stuff that I made in like 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. um, in there still and. I have a, a I have an old uh, SoundCloud that I used to go by i4nn. Um, okay. And if you go to soundcloud.com, I think it's slash i4nn. And there's there's stuff that I made, you know, 2010 on there in the archives. So, but yeah. Okay. Damn. Okay. We're getting deep in the posy history. I love it. Yeah. Um. So it's really interesting to me that you like DJed like for as long as you have. You said since like 2000, like eight nine seven pretty much like how would, long would you say you've been DJing? i would say i've been off and on like not consistently uh-huh. but but I like you've known how to dj for, i've known how to dj for since 2010 probably damn, so yeah 12 was, years okay yeah seems like it but uh, djing is is again just like music has progressed and changed so much too that like the hard drops are now a thing um mm-hmm. how would you say djing has changed since you first started i guess when i first started it was all just like you would just play out 16 bars of a kick and snare and then go into the next song. There wasn't a lot of like hard drops of like building up and then cutting into another song. Edits weren't a thing. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. in 2010, nobody had edits like they were, but it was just like, you had to make it yourself or it was hard live. Like I had a bunch of, I would do like live mashups cause I had a tractor S four and I was like, well, cool. Two tracks are cool. Well, what if I put four tracks and what if I put an acapella on this track and like bring it in? And like, I didn't want it to sound like I was DJ and I wanted everything to sound like one song mm-hmm. because I'm a low key perfectionist when it comes to that sort of stuff. And I try to mm-hmm. be as professional as I can. And I don't like stuff to sound amateur. And mm-hmm. that's just, that's just how I, how I look at it yeah. with DJing and, and with music too is, is, I mean, everyone's learning every day and every day I'm learning something new. And I think that's what's so great about music. There's not a right and wrong way to do things, but there's a, mm-hmm. a your way to do things, right? Yeah. And you exactly. want to do things your way. And I think that's super important to mm-hmm. to have that is, you know, like if you don't think something sounds good, then you change should it. You work on it. Yeah, yeah you work, work on, on it. Speak a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, I mean, there's tracks that I have that I, you know, like I've sent you. I'm like, yeah, it's great. There's a couple things I want to change. You probably don't even notice what needs to be changed, but I do. And it's just, you know, exactly. That, that's how I how I look. But yeah, so 2010 um, was when I first started DJing. And but yeah, like I said, it's just changed so much with hard drops with Benzie mm-hmm. and the edit King. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. yeah. 
dude, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, and that, that I've always loved. I've always loved making mashups and edits. And, I was going to ask you about these. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's tons and tons. Like my Bob Fest set was 80% of edits I made. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a fun way to stay creative when you're not feeling musical, mm-hmm. I guess is like the best. Yeah. Way to put it. Yeah. Because you're like listening to two songs and trying to figure out like the similarities and also how they work in a completely a live change context. the vibe too. Yeah. 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 Um, and that was something I noticed when I was listening to your Saint audio that it's a lot of like edits, you know, also like along with like, you know, just songs you like, you know what yeah. I mean? And, you know, people, there are people that make edits and stuff, you know what I mean? But they're also a bit, there's also people who just say they make edits and they're just kind of like drop switches or whatever in Ableton or whatever. And that's cool too, because you can do that and execute that. Right. You know what I mean? But I feel like with your edits, there's like a really like a, there's an intent to it. Like you're trying to speed something up or you're trying to like um, put a vocal in a place and cut it up really creatively. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's I think what I like about your stuff. Yeah. Well, and I think also too, what's fun is like the names making names for edits is always the fun, <laughs> the most fun thing to do. Like what? Um, Nate, give me an example. Um, I mean, like the so the just enough so Bauer and Holly just enough, and then the the Gladiator GameCube Nintendo. I I called it just enough GameCube or just enough Nintendo. You know, so it's like I mean, it's true. It's just enough funny, GameCube. just enough Nintendo. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it's fun to make that and like the Abde. I can never pronounce the Lemay and Hex Cougar. Shout out Hex Cougar, the king of all kings, Ab- goats of goats. Abade, Abde, Abade, Abde, yeah, Abade. Um, I don't know. And then UCLA by R- RL Grime, I called it UCL Lob Day. Bob Day. Ah, so, you know, okay. It's like, like that. Like it's it's fun to be creative and and funny. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think I try to put personality in stuff I do. I don't try to be like a dry because I I feel like I have a big personality. I can feel um, the dad humor poking through with some of those names. I got a lot of dad humor. It's Father's Day. That's it's why. Father's I mean, Day that's why, that's why we're interviewing Posey. Posey, Daddy. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Look at that stash. Like, <laughs> I know it's it's. Uh, I should have shaved, but whatever. Everyone wish Happy Father's Day to Posey if you're in the chat. I am not <laughs> father, but thank you. I'll be all your. Father, we're all your children. All your, all yeah, your, yeah. Exactly. Soul food is my child. It's yeah, your child. exactly. It's, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it's it's all about being creative. And and like I said, yeah. sometimes, sometimes I don't know how you do it because I see your pr- producer hour, you're making music every <laughs> single day. And I don't know how to do it. I can't do it like you. So there is a time where I have to just like, it's like a batting practice, right? Big into sports. Yeah, you just got to, yeah, you just got to get better at sitting down and exactly. doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of, uh, you're talking about Gladiator and stuff, one of their songs for a little bit. Um, I think the first thing I noticed about you is, you know all my friends you knew, you know like i saw you were talking really casually like you know dj daniel shout out daniel gladiator we we're yeah. talking to like uh like matt and stuff from gta good times ahead and, yeah you know and like ghost space and he makes fun of you like he makes fun of me you know yeah that's what we got in common with ghost space yeah uh tell me how you like just kind of got to know these people like I'm, I'm just really curious for myself honestly like much like this quarantine the internet the internet's an amazing place to, to build communities and build, um, build relationships. And the, yeah, that's where it started was the internet. Um, Reddit, shout out Reddit and our trap where dreams come true and our trap where dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I've been on our, on our trap since probably like whenever it was 2012, 20, 
11, Same, whatever 20, it was like 12, yeah. 13 for me. It yeah. had like 5,000 subscribers. I posted a picture, a video of a busy P playing, um, some Kanye West like trap edit. And I was like, busy P playing trap in Paris. And I was like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, um, so yeah. So Daniel, a long time ago, I'm also, I'm, I'm into a lot of things. I'm into sports. I'm into music. I'm into video games. Yeah, so of course I was yeah. playing PlayStation and there's a game called destiny and Daniel mm-hmm. posted something in this group in this, uh, thread called looking for guardians it was olive g and he was like hey i need someone to help me with a raid and i was like yeah sure i'll help you and his name was beardliator and i was like oh i was like okay and he's like hey what's up i'm daniel and i'm like like oh daniel from gladiator daniel and this was like 20 2011 2012 yeah and one thing about daniel is he is the absolute nicest Nicest guy nicest guy in the entire Mm -hmm. universe yeah completely genuine nice dude will do anything for anyone he Mm -hmm. whether you've known him for 300 years or three minutes like he'll do whatever for you yeah Um, and that's what i love about him and that's kind of where our relationship it was destiny as it was destiny kai Kai says or sorry (laughs) cuckoo Cuckoo. yeah yeah (laughs) it was Uh, destiny y'all met on Destiny. it was destiny yeah so yeah and then he was like hey what's up i'm daniel and i was like oh daniel from gladiator and he's like yeah i was like cool cool i was like i know who you're trying to run it yeah i was like i have your base cannon moon baton remix like i know who you are and (laughs) And then, yeah, he was just like, oh, where do you live? And I was like, oh, I live in San Diego. He's like, oh, I'm in L.A. And I was like, yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah, I used to live in L.A. And, you know, just chatting, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, he just became a friend. And we used, I would go drive up to his place and hang out. Um, all his friends were super, super nice. And, yeah, it's just it was kind of a shell shock moment. But you try to keep play cool because I'm like, holy shit. And he would just have like Vendata come through like it was no big deal. And I'm just like, cool. Like, cool. All guys. right. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm going to play it cool. I deserve yeah. to be here. Yeah. I'm, right. We're, yeah, just, totally, we're just chilling. We're, we're just, just hanging, hanging out. out. We're just playing. We're not doing anything. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just, just random people. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah, like through him, I met Lobo, which is uh, our friend Ben and Michael and Kevin and like all his roommates and everyone were just super super nice people and chad and ian of course from glad yeah chad shout out chad and ian shout out chad ian, and ian gojira yep. and young hershey my, yeah my, my boys zoned out <laughs> r.i.p r.i.p zoned out now just strictly brownies and lemonade so For yeah it, it, it all kind of stemmed from that and just you know building a connection building a community and all that good stuff and then mace was just an accessory to that i knew mace from <laughs> from seeing his name on on our trap and Daniel has a, a discord. Yeah. Not a, not a personal discord. He has another discord, but he invited me to that when I told him I got a PC and that kind of was in 2019. And that kind of just, yeah, yeah, from yeah. there. And that's where I met uh prom night and uh, PJ and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And my buddy, Eric, I've known him as long as I've known, uh, Eric the jet, well. shout out Eric, Eric the, the jet, jet pack. Yeah. yeah. All, all the, all the homies. Yeah. Uh, Caesar. I, I, yeah. I used to play so, in there a little bit so often. I used to run StarCraft and like, yeah, but like Luke Lush and those guys as well. Yeah, like, yep, Luke yeah. Lush. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's kind of, I don't know. I'm not. It, it's still crazy to be like, oh man, like I'm friends with Matt, or I consider myself friends with Matt and yeah, Julio yeah. from GTA. Um, and I saw him in in Vegas, and I'm just like, it's just crazy. It's a crazy yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Vegas. I mean, you know, I, I guess it's just like. 
just a way of living you know what i mean it's like as long as i don't make it weird i'm just like i'm like yeah, yeah. of course i'll run it with you you know yeah. like hell yeah and that's yeah i'm not trying to be like you know weird about it and and stuff but i think yeah i think um so yeah that's how i met dan i was just playing video games and something we still do and he's again just a, a great dude and um he was just on family feud and I was texting yeah. him about it the other day and he's going through a similar thing because he's now a producer for a great podcast called Fake Doctors Real Friends with Zach yes. and Donald Shout Faison. Out. Shout yeah. out Fake Doctors Real Friends. Yes. Yeah. And he was on Family Feud with him and I texted him like, bro, did you ever in a million years think you're going to be on Family Feud with Zach Braff? And he's like, no. <laughs> and so, so I think it's I kind of have the same feeling with everyone. It's like never in a million yeah. years that I thought I'd be playing Call of Duty with with Hotel Garuda and and yeah, uh, right. GTA. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And then now we're, now we're hearing it. It's, it's, it's felt natural. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just oh, like yeah. Mike Snatcher said, I'm going to soon be telling the story about how I casually became friends with you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let's kind of start shifting forward. Let's go back to kind of what we talked about before. We're like the Bauer community, and everything. Yeah. I'm really curious how you, cause everyone has a different story of how they found the discord and found this stream and just kind of what your journey has been like with, you know, the, the, the Bauer Rangers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I kind of don't really have any words for it, really. It was super. It was just crazy. I mean, I think it was quarantine. I was working from home like everyone, 95 percent of the world, if not 100. Yeah. And I was just, uh, of course, Kenny Beats. I was on Kenny Beats and he was talking about something, yelling at someone. Hey, shut up, yep, of course. And. I was with someone or watching Kenny beats or something. And then he was, I think FaceTiming with Bauer and he was like, yo, you should get on, on disc on Twitch. Da, 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 da. And then I think it was my buddy Cameron was like, Hey, did you see Bauer's streaming? He's going by Harry bow bow. And I was like, Oh, cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think when the stream started, it was like 19 people. It was like me, Mike Snatchers. Yeah. It you, was me too. I was there. Yeah, Ghost Mace was there. Ghost Mace. Yeah. Blastazoid. Yeah, yeah. A few other people. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like the, the, the core group. And yeah. And then I was like, well, you know, great community, giving back to the community, helping out with the community. Um, I think Yank, the tank was talking about how his dad spilled water on his push two, And I was like, I never use my push two. Like if you want, I'll, I'll give it, I'll sell it to you for super cheap. Don't worry. And he was like, Oh, oh yeah. He's like, let me that find out. yeah. I remember. And he's like, Oh yeah, let me, let me figure it out. Let me see what's, what's from there. And I think, um, and yeah, the, the rest is literally history. I think mm-hmm. I was actually looking back in our messages. I think we're at like a, the year anniversary of knowing each other. Because Something I remember like you that. added me and you're like, how do I know you? And I was like, I don't know. How do I know you? Hey, I don't know. I mean, it just yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Now and... that I'm back in clubs, I feel I'm 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 realizing the real life equivalent of that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy because on the internet you can like track it. You're like, oh yeah, this is when we first like reached out through yeah. on Discord or whatever. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, so yeah, and I think you know, Bowers Twitch, in my opinion, kind of was the stepping stone for other DJs to be like, you know what? I could probably do this too. Um, I think, you know, Kenny beats shout out to like the godfather of twitching, but I think that the group of the, the bop fest group, the people that we like became interacting with, I think all stemmed off of Bauer and him, his ability to just be like, Hey, screw it. I'm going to try the streaming thing out completely. No plan whatsoever. Just do it. And yeah, back when the bop line was an actual phone number that he had to call in and all that. Oh stuff. God. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> 
so yeah, it was just, um, yeah, just I randomly came across it because of my buddy and, you know, the friends and people I made, uh, friends with throughout are, are awesome people. And it's become like this kind of inside joke, I think between us and 1500 other people or however many people are in the server. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, what's so cool about it is down the road, we'll be able to make jokes and stuff about things that happened and, we'll always have that kind of thing, you know? And I think that's, yeah. that's kind of bonded us together. Uh, the Yerba mates, especially because we just had that thing. We had that Twitch and it yeah. was just, you know, it's what we had. So I think that's super important. We built a community within Bowers um, discord and we've always been, I think the most, the more accepting mm-hmm. discord and Twitch channel, I think. Oh there's yeah, a lot. There isn't a lot of like weird stuff that happens in it. It's very friendly. Everyone's really nice. Yeah, thankfully, yeah, yeah thankfully, yeah. So it's a really fun community yankfully. to be a part of. And yeah, yeah, thankfully, and <laughs> yeah. So I think, and I mean, that led me. Bowers uh, Discord led me to uh, GTA's and to meeting people like Asim and playing video games with him and doing remixes for him and and stuff like that and and, uh, and the soul food server i mean and the soul food yeah 100 <laughs> yeah the bauer server and the soul food server and it's not just because i'm here are like the two things that have kept me sane throughout this whole oh, quarantine and meeting cool. people like chris and and danny and without nastric youth and yeah um pillars of the community for soul food as well as you ramon and and of course damon and and andrew and all Thank the you. mods lauren and everyone hey. in soul food um, hey. and of course Faldrin, my boy. Hey. Uh New, Mr. Who, nuclear Fusion. Mr. Nuclear Fusion. Near Nero Clear Fusion. Nero Clear Fusion. I think I have I think my I think I have a, a crush on your remix going back to oh. my I4NN. I think I have a crush on your remix that I made like a trap remix mm-hmm. a million years ago that's in there. So have fun with that. Um so hey. yeah. And I think with everyone, just Kenny Beats open the door for streaming and and stumbling into bauer and just giving back to the community as much as i can because i know it was a really tough year for everyone in um with so quarantine world. and everything so even yeah. if it made someone's day to to help them out and give them you know a sub or whatever it was i worked for me make me made me happy make make them happy you've poured a lot of money you've invested quite a bit into bauer stock and i'm sure a lot of people thank you for it you know every I do day it for the i do it for the community Yes. And also, I think what I love about the Bauer Discord in general is because of like Bauer's music, you know, because obviously a lot of people know him for Charlem Hake or whatever, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. people know him through like, you know, the trap community, Arl Grime, that kind of niche. When you really think about it, his music's pretty like left field, you know what I mean? It's pretty like out there, like he's collaborating with like, you know, remixes with like ag cook and like things like that you know what i DC mean music gang yeah. yeah collaborating with you know mr like you know the korean rappers and stuff you yeah. know like like if i had that money it's like yeah i'd want g dragon on a track you know what i'm g dragon and mia do you know what yeah. i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like if well, i had that money yeah i i i also really respect bauer because i'm very much i feel very much the same like you know, 2010 Harlem Shake, Charlem Hake Bauer yeah. is yeah. completely different than Planets Mad Bauer. Yeah. And that just goes to show of like the maturity or like the, the you growing up throughout your music. And um, I think that's kind of how I feel too, is like, I can't, 
I was talking to to some other people. I just, I can't like give myself a sound, you know, like it's hard for me to say like, that's a posy track. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to say like, Oh, this is posy. Like, you know, like, Oh, this is Ramon Payne. This is Mike Snatchers. This is Cuckoo. This is, you know, mm-hmm. Matalo, like, you know, um, Vince by Vince, Walter, et cetera. And it's, it's hard for me to like make that sound because maybe tomorrow I want to make a drum and bass song. Maybe I want to make a house song. Maybe, I just want to make, I just want to make music that I like listening to. And like I always say, if someone else wants to listen to it, then great. If not, at least I get yeah. to listen to it. So, um, and yeah, yeah that's how I, I respect him for his ability to just make, make be left field and just make music regardless mm-hmm. of what if genre it is, you know, like yeah. it, in the whole, you know, fuck genres with GTA was always kind of like a meme, so to speak, but mm-hmm. I, I believe it, you know, it's, I don't think you should p- p- uh, pigeonhole yourself into something yeah. and be like, yeah. oh, I want to be a house producer. I want to be a trap producer or whatever. Just make yeah. music you like making. I mean, I can speak from the other perspective as well, because I feel like, I don't know if you'd think, I mean, I, I feel like you said this earlier, but I feel like you could even point and say there's a Ramon Pang sound or whatever. But I mean, like, I'm the kind of guy, like, during the producer hours, I'm not just making stuff that would be like, this is so Ramon Pang. You know, I also make like, drum and bass or i made like rhythm like a week ago or whatever you know i feel like when you're when you have an artist project and you have a vision for it um regardless of genre all you need you you just know the feeling you know what i mean i'm sure you know what the posy feeling is with like not only just like obviously emotion which we'll get into but also like your edits and things like that you know what i mean so i'm sure there's like something Uh, some level of curation i guess it's like intentionality um exactly in the bop battle which uh, was kind of the big thing that re resurged me into making music was uh what's not gave me feedback on one of the tracks and said it just it was intentional and i think that's kind of what i what i hell yeah that's a big compliment i know it was awesome he was like it sounded like they knew what they wanted to do and they did it and they executed it. And yeah, that's, that's kind of what I go for. I go for intentionality. And I, I think that goes also goes back to the, it's not done until I say it's done kind of mentality. Yeah, and exactly. Th- the quality over quantity type thing of just, you know, it's, it sounds good. It doesn't sound good to me. There's places, there's parts of it that I can say aren't great. And, and yeah, I think um, that's, that's the posy sound, just the intentionality mm-hmm. behind yeah. it. Yeah. And of course, so, everyone says main stage posy, but yeah, main stage posy. Speaking whatever. of main stage posy, let's get a bit emotional. You know what yeah, I mean? That let's talk freaking about, track. Let's talk about posy emotion. That track stems from a bop battle. battle. It was a bop, bop battle, battle just like just yeah. like Webs, and mm-hmm. yes, and I'm I'm sure a couple Mike Snatcher's tracks were bop battles as well. But um, yeah, I mean, I love the miami bass like just in your face bass and the sample was provided by carmack and i used your face bass in your face and i used the that for the arp and i get a lot of compliments on the arpeggiator which was nothing difficult it was just an arpeggiator plugin and in ableton and just a sample and a wet dry rack that you know made it sound fuller and and yeah and it i just i wanted this really miami bass um there's a track called devotion and where it's like i want to give you devotion yeah and that's kind of like listening to that i was like oh just i'm just gonna do that i'm gonna do this but i want to say yeah you yeah i'm feeling emotion and 
cut out the S and we'll go from yeah. there. And yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be about the vocal, right? It wasn't, it wasn't ever supposed to be about the vocal. It was supposed to be about the sample. And that vocal was in the same key as the song that I was doing. And I just looped the last part of the, of mm-hmm. the vocal and just had it ringing through the whole bass. And yeah, it blew up and everyone loved it. And it's super crazy for everyone to, to mm-hmm. see the, the response of it because like, I think all, all my music doesn't deserve that. Cause I have imposter syndrome and we can talk about mm. that off camera yeah. a long time, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I just, you know, I, I feel like that track, I didn't work hard on it, so it shouldn't get the fanfare that it did because it literally was just a couple plugins, a sine wave and mm-hmm. some hi hats. But I guess all that's all music, right? So yeah, but hey, I mean, couple plugins, all hi hats, and a and a beat gets played by Twansky at the beach. Yeah, I mean, like, Bauer, starts Bowers stream. Starts uh, Bowers stream. The, yeah, like, for the Bop Fest. Uh, yeah, his, his set. Um, so yeah, it was that. I think was the crazy part. So because of that, there's a special edition that only lives in Bowers Discord from the Bop Battle, and that's the version he played and there's the version that I made where I kind of tweak the bass and the drop a little bit, but yeah, I have the VIP that will be coming out very shortly. What is the full version of the one that's from the Bob battle. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout whenever I decide to release it, but Mm -hmm. I have, uh, I have, I I will release it, but you know, I got to build the hype. Yeah. You got, you have any plans for like other original music and stuff? Because I'm really curious. I feel like definitely posy energy could is in demand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think when I get everything set up, I'll start working on music for sure. Um, I want to do, I want to look back at all my bot battle tracks and see which ones I want to redo and like make an actual track. Um, oh yeah. With the producer, our stuff. Yes. I might put out a little, uh, um, I do just look at yeah. those two. <laughs> yeah. I, I have some like lo-fi stuff that I've made that I might throw out there just for, for a rainy day or something like that. Um, I have a lot of stuff in the back. I have a lot of collabs that I'm working on too with Casper and um, I think certain and I want to do something, but I haven't really got to it. And yeah, there, there's definitely stuff. There's definitely stuff. Yeah. I'm super excited. There's definitely stuff in the, in the books that I'm, I want to work on and, but yeah, original posy tracks will be coming as soon as I decide or as soon as I set up my office. <laughs> it's really, it's really yeah. Hard. Hell yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to all the new Posey stuff that will come out. Definitely let let me know. Let us know. Because that'd be... Oh, of course. That'd be hot. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we talked about most of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, let's switch gears a little bit. Tell me about uh, our fave girl, Jackie. Um, oh, because yeah. I saw recently that she's managing you. Tell me about how that kind of came about. And like, what's uh, your relationship kind of like right now together professionally i guess um yeah so girl jackie is awesome she's amazing yeah shout out girl jackie girl jackie is i don't know how she lives her actual life and her online life because she is yeah at the same time because i could not manage no pun intended the amount of stuff (laughs) that she does so uh she's just the definition of a queen and Mm. i'm I'm super excited to be a part of her team. I believe Mike Snatchers, Metallo, Ghost Cat, um, Benio, yeah. everyone, the whole crew is, is, um, is, is, yeah. So it's, it's going to be really fun. I'm super excited, but, um, she's, 
really again i think the reason why i like her so much is she i align with her she's again very intentional about what she's doing you know she's not she's Mm -hmm. straight to the point this is what i want to do this is how i want to help you and for me i just need some guidance and right now she's a good third-party guidance who is been in the scene for a long time very well connected but doesn't want to use that to flex you know like she just she's just girl jackie she wants to use it to help the homies you know right she wants to help people and i think that's kind of where i i land with her and um yeah she's she's great we had a we have we had a phone call and um really she was like what do you want out of me and i was like i just need help because mm-hmm. you know it's it's always good to to have someone um like i said a third party to help you out and looking out for your best interest too because i think her intentions are always in the right place and she's not out there to screw you everyone's got to make money i totally get that but mm-hmm. um she has a way of making it to where it's not like her versus everyone else and you're an accessory to that so yeah to yeah yeah that that's a really that's a really interesting mentality you know what i mean because that's like yeah. a one kind of purely born born out in my opinion out of like fear that like you're going to lose out on it's something scary, if right? other people it's, get something you know it's like, scary to have someone else be like yo don't put out that track mm-hmm. and you're like i want to and they're mm-hmm. like no but it's trust i trust her you gotta trust sometimes you, trust. you know you need that opinion you know exactly yeah well big shout out to girl jackie i'm really excited to see just how you guys grow and stuff together. You know what I mean? Also, that means you guys, you know, Ghost Cat, um, Matalo, you guys, et cetera, are just officially like a like a team now. You know what I mean? And associate with each other. And I'm sure that'll help in some way. You know what I mean? Always does. Um, yeah, it's super. Uh, Mike Snatchers is, um, it's, it's, it's nice to be involved with Mike Snatchers is all I'm saying. You know? Yeah. He's just, imagine. he's just a very nice guy. Yeah. All right. Let's let's shift gears a little bit now more towards like your taste and stuff because yeah. you strike me as a big music lover, I'm sure. I mean, you got you got to be if you if you want to be doing this for doing it for this long. Like come on. Like, yeah. you know. Um so tell me about you're you like you said, you've seen so many different like shows and tours and you've traveled quite a bit, moved around a lot. What would you say is like a standout like live experience for you? Like if you can think of like a couple like in the past 10 years or so i think hard question i know but i think when i when i saw calm trues and tycho oh my I, god I, yes Calm yes was a uh religious experience and yeah it was i mean i love tycho tycho is will forever go down as that that artist i found at that moment in my life where i was ready to you know I was, you know, a sad growing up and from a, uh, right after teenager to an adult and going through breakups and finding myself, so to speak. And yeah, Tycho will always be that artist that I will always hold near and dear to my heart as far as seeing, he's an amazing graphic designer, Scott Hansen, amazing graphic designer, amazing musician. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's a, huge he's a huge huge inspiration and i think just, yeah that show it, yeah it wouldn't say changed my life but really like that and seeing odessa in a in a in a, uh, a club of 40 people was pretty crazy oh, too God. Way, yeah. be- way before 
we're talking like my friends, you know, I'm a friend. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was Odessa before the yeah. you know, craziness that they. What are. year was that? If you remember. Like 2014, maybe Jeez, 2013, yeah. 2014. I think that's when right. I first discovered them. Yeah. Yeah. Like from Summer's Gone or whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, you know, and Spotify, I think, did a really good job at that time giving you artists that you never thought in a million years you'd listen to that, but you like vibe with. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Tycho will forever be, I will listen to every album that Tycho ever makes whenever, however, um, I will. I will die on that hill for Tycho. Yeah, Tycho is super sick. I used, I was really into uh, Dive and stuff for a really long time. That's a great album, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Would you say Tycho is like a to shift gears? I guess again into like a like favorite albums territory. Would you put Tycho up there? Definitely, definitely like top three albums yeah. of all time. Definitely, I would say my Desert Island album is yeah desert island we call it the desert island book report album desert island book report album yeah um yeah i would 100 percent say uh yeah dive for sure is is out there yeah and of course yeah dive and give up by postal service is like again i could listen to that i can very posy choice (laughs) i can listen to postal service for forever Yes. And wow. Just Connor said, where would wave be without Tycho? That's interesting. That's an interesting point. Huh. Interesting. I guess wave is Tycho. Kind of. Kind of. Sure. With a respace. Sure. <laughs> Postal service uh, is very Pacific Northwest. Mike Snatchers. Yeah. For, uh, for people in the chat who might not have heard of Tycho or dive, what, what, uh, what song would you recommend from that album? A walk. A walk. Just, That's a, yes. Great just, song the first track in that album it really sets everything and dive dive is good too but i would say a walk it it sets the sets the tone for um <laughs> sets the mm-hmm. tone for uh, for the rest of the album i'm reading connor's message i think that's that should be it should be the hot take of the podcast what? or of the conversation is uh wave is just taiko with the respace with respace <laughs> <laughs> That's like morning type wave. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. listening to wave at like 9 a.m. in bed on Sunday or whatever. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I would say if you haven't listened to Tycho and you want to like start stepping into the waters of Tycho, listen to a walk, a walk by a walk, Tycho. a walk, yeah. not a wake, yeah. a, si- a singular walk. <clears throat> yeah. Just one walk. And yeah, that album was amazing. And of course, Postal Service. I don't know what my third album would be. Maybe Nature System um by ramon Payne, but man all right i don't know let me go let me go to my itunes real real quick no like what i would <laughs> yeah i don't know what my third album would be in my like book report desert island playlist um postal service is great yeah, i still have, I haven't, checked, I haven't checked out that one yet though the, what's my top 25 most played yeah. Ooh, i'm curious yeah i mean my top 25 most played is paper route mike snow mike snow amazing Mike Snow, yes. You. That's an amazing album too. Yes. Ford, oh my god, Ford, dude. Ford. If anyone if anyone is trying to vibe on a rainy day, Ford. Dude, give us a give us Posey's recommendation for a Ford album to start with or song. God. Listen on his SoundCloud he has a, a remix of a song called Jealous. Listen to that. that Jealous Ford remix. Okay. Jealous okay. Ford remix. Um Okay. Is an is amazing 
But yeah, hell yeah. So. We got recommendations by Posey. <laughs> hey, let's go. Yeah. Oh wow, dude. Wow, we've we've covered all a lot of the pod we're at like 55 minutes uh so yeah chat um the chat's been going off this whole time mr posey man is pretty popular i can tell if anyone has any questions for for posey feel free to let us know we didn't talk a lot about you know creativity and songwriting as much as we did just getting to know posey overall but yeah. um if you any questions about anything at all if you want to ask um but i'll start with a creativity question i guess yeah um would you say Cause I'm trying to think like when you, how, how does going and creating like a DJ set kind of work for you? Because you, you strike me as someone with like a really wide taste, you know, you like kind of put it all in a playlist. Like how do you get intention kind of going? You intention, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I have and always will have, um, uh, I, I treat DJ sets like fireworks, right? You have your fireworks set, your fireworks show. You have a couple fireworks, things kind of start, you know, start slow. You start the vibe and then, you know, throughout the middle, it kind of gets crazy and, and, you know, thing more, you know, four fireworks fly out instead of three and now five and six and things kind of build on each other until the end or the middle depends wherever you want to like create your climax, so to speak. Um, and that's kind of how I look at it is you got to open really well, like open, open with that attention getter and then you kind of build the vibe throughout. And at the end you just go crazy with, with whether it's a Bauer and Creed mashup, whether it's an original track, um, <laughs> because if you've done your job that the, everyone's still listening to, to you, uh, up until the end. And at the end is where you get that, that payback is like, you know, here's what you listen to. And now we got, um, you know, now it's, now it's time to get emotional or now it's time to, yeah, to play a, a crazy edit or something that you did. So yeah, yeah, I think um, that's kind of how I how I look at it is um, just yeah, just be you. But I think just like being crazy with it, and just being crazy fun. with it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, I love it. Um, now let's say for example, like someone were to, I don't know, if you, how would you? How did you approach DJing like before pandemic versus you, let's let's be honest, Posey's gonna probably play out a little bit right after shows come back and things open up. How do you maybe. hopefully, maybe, who knows? I mean, do you have any plans? I mean, what else you got coming up? Like I I don't know. I go where I mean it it all depends. There's yeah. I I definitely really am trying to come down to uh to the soul food homecoming in July, of course. Yes. Uh, I know Mike yes, Snatcher's not gonna Mike Snatcher's not gonna take the Tesla down. Um <gasps> what? pick up left and said. What? Pick up left, pick up left mm, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no. Uh come no, through. I, um but yeah, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It, it it's all um it all really depends. I'm I'm kind of getting refamiliarizing myself with uh, what it is to be a DJ, so to speak, mm -hmm. because I've been hiding behind this virtual self and mm -hmm. doing online, you know, doing the online Bob Fest and just posting mixes through St. Audio and everything. And yeah, I think uh, it'll be, I'm definitely going to need to dust off the, the S3 and, and get back into DJing. Also too, I have no idea how to use CDJs. So that's like kind of intimidating for me. And so it's, I got to figure that out. I hear it's easy. It's, it takes hear, a little bit. Yeah. I, I'd say like, 
go to a if they have a pirate studio pirate.com studio near you or something you can rent it out for pretty cheap and then just fiddle around with it for you know a good 30 minutes and you'll pick it up like yeah i know how to do i know how to use um like my my tractor controller and stuff i know it's like the the same thing but the controller is just bigger and the effects are different things like that Um, yeah it's it's fun once you pick it up you really feel like oh my god i'm controlling every aspect of this player like yeah personally i love it yeah Um, so i think that's kind of like what my next venture is is to figure out how to use cdjs once i do then i'll then i'll feel more comfortable you'll play anywhere yeah yeah i'll play wherever i'll play bar mitzvahs quinceaneras mike snatcher's wedding like i don't care Mike snatcher's wedding whenever that's gonna be (laughs) oh hopefully i think it's i think it's coming up oh that's right yeah um what about like networking and stuff? Like, um, do you have any tips for like networking and for some of the people in chat? Because I feel like, you know, what's your kind of advice and take on this? This is something we don't really haven't discussed on this podcast yet. But I want to get more into. Um, I, I guess networking for me is just going out there and just like laying it all on the table. You know, it's it's it starts with. You know, it always starts with a hello. It doesn't start with the pitch. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't start with like, hi, I'm hi, I'm Posey. This is what I want you to do for me. Da 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 da. How yeah. can you help me, etc. I think that turns off people a lot. Oh yeah, in, in my opinion. Yeah. It all just starts with like inside jokes, a reply on Twitter, a conversation, a Discord message, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, a genuine one. Yeah. Just being you know? yeah, just being genuine and then I think that's kind of, that's kind of where, you know, Daniel and I, I, when I first met Daniel, I wasn't like, Oh, Daniel, get me to play shows with you. Oh, let me open for you and gladiator and da da da. It was never about that. And it never is about that. It's about him and as a person and, and him being a great person. And it's same with, um, you know, Chad and everyone. And as much as I would love to play a brownies and lemonade show, I'm never going to like hound Chad, you know, every single day, like, let me play, let me play, let me play, let me play. Let me yeah, play. yeah. Um, it's it's, not, it's the, not about that. Doesn't work. I don't yeah. think. I it's, mean, like, it's about yeah. the person and the fact that, that what they do. You know, separating the person from the job, I guess, for me, yeah, is is my best taste or my best take on on networking. yeah, yeah. And it's always, in my opinion, just to add on to that, it's more like it's always good to keep in mind that like these are people that love music just as much as you do. You know what I mean? They don't want to be like forced into doing something that doesn't necessarily fit. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm sure like if you're the right fit, you know, then it'll eventually show, you know what I mean? And like, also it just helps to know these people and just keep working on your own. And then they notice you, you know what I mean? At least that's what's happened to me. That's what happens to like snatchers, you know? Yeah. I think for me, the craziest thing was when Mace, uh, Ghost Mace messaged me on discord after Diplo picked my song for in the Bob Battle for like number two. And yeah. he was like, Holy shit, I never knew you made music. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, I used to love you for all your shit posting on Twitter. Now I love you for your music. And I was like, Blown away. That's a big you know, compliment from Mr. Ghost Mace, Mr. High Standards, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So- we, yeah, love, so, we love Mace here, though. <laughs> yeah, we love Mace. I love Mace. Yeah. I love Ghost Mace. We made him drink uh, during the the um, the boost tape. Yeah, during the boost tape, we made him drink a beer out of his sandal on Daniel's Discord. So that was great. <laughs> he was very drunk. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, so I think it's just 
you know, be yourself and separating the person from the job helps too. And, but also mm-hmm. too, it's, it's tough because networking, you don't ever want to make the person feel like you're using them. Yeah. You know? So it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a fine balance of, yeah. And, and of also it's, for a favor yeah. or when to just be like, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, I need you to help me with this or something like that. Also yeah, too, it, like knowing that you knowing, knowing what you have to offer in return exactly. is I think is also a big thing in networking is, I may offer X, Y, Z, but you might offer ABC and together, you know, mm-hmm. we can help each other out. Yeah. And also being a grown ass, like adult, I mean, yeah, grown ass adult, being dude. a grown ass adult, also money helps. Like if you really like support someone and really like what they do, you know, I think paying them really helps a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, dives, connections and stuff. Yeah. Dibes did my visuals for my Bob fest thing. I wasn't just going to let them like expose. Yeah. Them you know yeah come on (laughs) exposure doesn't pay bills yeah that was uh that was me with stales obviously stales great friend of mine we she and i met up we did the whole bauer meetup and stuff in la with semblance and paul weiss and everybody you know but when i was really drunk and high and stuff (laughs) i was like i was like hey stales i have an album coming out and i don't know what to do for publicity she's like oh i'll help you and then i was like Stales, I will pay you so much money. <laughs> I was like, you know, yeah. like, and I think that's what networking is. It's like, hey, these are your friends, and here's what I it, it, people, help help. Yeah. yeah, networking is like your friends that, like, they want to help you. You want to help them, right? Like, in the end, Stales website, Saint Audio. Yeah, big shout out Saint Audio. Big shout out to Stales and big shout out to Saint Audio, and you doing a mix or something for them or just having an interview, it's just going to bring, it's going to bring traffic to their website, which they're going to like, and you're going to like it because it's going to bring you, you know, new viewers or new listeners and stuff like that. So ultimately everyone's helping. And that's that ABC XYZ type thing is like Stales is going to help you by putting you on their website. You're going to help them by bringing traffic to the website Mm -hmm. and everyone wins. That's that beautiful network. Yes. 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 And I think, Xenon says, how many other industries can you network while high LOL? But this, 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 and that the, emails, hey, hello at, at label company is usually their email. Hello at, <laughs> or A&R, AR at label, yeah. insert label here. Yeah, but also what I like about music is I never really thought about this till recently, but um, there's a music has more networking opportunities than like most industries, because when you think about it, every concert is like a industry like meetup or every discord is just like an opportunity to meet people every like stream and yeah. podcast and community is just like an opportunity to talk to people that's you know meta. yeah it's, it's like that's ramon's yeah. hot take the yeah honestly network. so the more honestly i just don't shut up online and i think that's that's the reason why it's like online networking or whatever i <laughs> mean you know what i mean like <laughs> you get crazy engagement though me on on your yeah on your tweets and stuff like that so i think whatever you're doing oh, you're god. doing it right oh god that's i mean we can that's a whole other podcast about like twitter and things like that i mean I, yeah i think i think like just just being funny and stuff and being a little too direct for your own good can be good on social media i mean but i mean that's I a whole know, other man. topic i don't <laughs> i don't yeah twitter danny's right twitter is made for shit posting and that's where yeah any i don't know i just being twitter's also not real life it's it's, yeah, it's a really important thing to remember like it's yeah. yeah it's what you twitter is only what you want to see 
or what you yeah. allow people to allow, you allow people I guess to that's see. the internet too. Yeah, but yeah, that's the whole internet. But hey, the internet's giving me people like Posey. It's giving and me the internet's like, giving me people without... like like sweet Ramon Ping. Hey, okay. Well, uh, Posey, um, yeah. I think we're I think we're pretty much wrapped up here. Is there anything else you wanna talk about what's coming up? Anything you wanna leave on? Like anything else you wanna shout out? Anyone uh, else? I wanna shout out a very special remix I made for Ramon Ping that's coming out whenever Ramon Ping decides to, hey. to post it. Oh, and whenever yeah, that's I, right. Whenever that's I right. decide to send you the final final version. That's right. Um, yeah, so uh it is a glassy boys remix. Glassy, I, glass on grass, grass. Glass yeah. on grass. Uh, remix I did for you and super excited from the feedback that you gave me for it so uh, I can't wait for everyone to hear the full version and I know you opened it opened with it with your um, paying fest yes uh, which was crazy too this is a banger never, remix I, never expected I might, you know I never I might play it, honestly I might play it at the soul food show because I mean that's a that, that's a banger too I mean you, you know, know what like, if you if you play it at the soul food show then I will be in the crowd yeah. like I don't uh, I don't know how but you turned I wasn't gonna release Glass on Grass because I was like, "Oh, this is way too weird and experimental." But then you turned into a fucking EDC. Let's fucking go, like banger. I don't know how. You know <laughs> like, what it was? was? Like, you know what made? So, dude, I was sitting on and and sorry to go on another tangent. And I'm no, let's sorry keep going. going, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting on that remix forever. I had the 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 one edit that I did in the same audio mix, uh, and I was sitting on that remix, and I was like, I just don't like. And I lost the project file for it, and I was like, I just don't like it. So. I had like that intro going on and then you posted that like takeover control like big house like yeah the one by uh by Tenshi EXE yeah, Tenshi. yeah that I was like you know what maybe I want to do like this like you know yes. housey yes. like remix I'm like cuz it's such a like mellow song that I was like how do I like completely change it and then and then using all your your midi which the midi progression in that yeah that is is crazy yeah and oh my god dude i'm, <laughs> I'm glad because that's a banger remix that tenshi yeah. remix yeah yeah so that dude, like, honestly honestly that's the energy like that like that glass on grass remix you know posy emotion like that yeah. that's posy to me you know what yeah, i mean so it's maybe like, it's just energy yeah. maybe it's just, maybe just it's not energy sound. Maybe electricity it's yeah maybe like it's, yeah maybe, who says music has to be a sound maybe it's just a feeling right? i like, don't I, I, yeah Tycho invokes an emotion. Some of his songs don't sound the same, but they all invoke the same emotion, right? I, uh, I, I, someone on YouTube said something really interesting to me recently. It was like, um, what do you call it? When we think about like sound, but when you just hear a sound and you're like, okay, what is that sound or whatever? But when you, someone says, oh, listen to this music, you start thinking about subconsciously, you think about how does this make me feel? And when yeah. you think about music as an emotion inducing drug, that's yeah. like can, can take on these various different forms and feelings and things. That's like, in my opinion, the, the main way of figuring out like your intention and things, you know what I mean? And when I listen to your stuff and kind of listen to your mixes and the culmination of everything, I, f I can feel posy if I, even if I can't explain it, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Which is, which is, I guess that maybe like that, the self-realization right now that we're having of like, what is, what is posy, Right. What is and, posy? I think, yeah, I think it's just for me, it's just Posey is a, a Slurpee, a Coke Slurpee with some vodka or some rum in it, <laughs> sitting on the beach, watching the sunset or sunrise from a night out. Sunrise, well, sunset. You guys can't really watch the sunrise on the beach. <laughs> but, 
but yeah you know what it, i'd love i want to i want to end it on that scene right there yeah <laughs> slushy yeah but, yeah some rum in it that's posy right there baby yeah that's that's that there it is right there well posy ian i want you to thank you yeah. i want to thank Remote. you very much for coming on sunday talks of course i wish you a very nice day Hell likewise yeah. happy father's oh, day happy father's day posy everyone say happy father's day to posy again bye everyone hey